Hey, and welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast with Graham Cook. I'm your host, Michael Vecchio. Today, as part of the new theme we're starting on freedom, I'm featuring more from one of Graham's prized books, The Nature of Freedom. We featured it before in some previous podcast episodes. I'm going to read you part of the introduction to this book first this time to get a feel for it and really consider the implications of what Graham is writing here. Then we'll jump into Graham's portion, which I pulled part of from the opening thoughts of letter number one and the rest from a passage of letter number four. In the introductory pages, Graham writes this, We are all on a journey that is inextricably linked to the story of who God wants to become for us. Our journey is not just about our destination, but also concerns how we engage with the Lord in the context of His involvement in all of life's situations and processes. He is eternally joyful, generous, loving, kind, patient, and good. And we are in the process of learning to become as unchanging as He. This book is written in the first person. The idea is that if God was sitting with you in your personal space with Him, what would He most want you to know about this life which He chooses to live in you? How does He see you, think about you, and relate to you? How would He speak and connect with every area of your life? This is the first volume in a series entitled Letters from God, because the lover of your soul wants to engage with you in a transformational way. All right, guys, now on to Graham. Some key scriptures from letter four featured today include Ephesians 4, 20 through 24, 2 Corinthians 5, 14 to 18, John chapter 14, verse 27, 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, Colossians chapter 3, 9 to 10, and Romans chapter 8, verse 1 and 2. Beloved, when we created mankind, the greatest possible gift that we could bestow was freedom. In order for you to be free to choose your way, we had to remove our control over you as a possibility for your life. The essence of control is limitation, the curbing of free will and the repression of the individual. If you are to be fully made in our image, then you must have the same freedom. We knew that freedom of choice would take some people away from our loving lifestyle. We do not wish to control anyone or anything, but rather we want to walk with people through life situations and be in charge of the process of redemption. With that in mind, before the introduction of light, we made a decision that Jesus would become Emmanuel and save people from their sins by taking their place in sacrifice. In due time, Jesus fulfilled that purpose perfectly. And now here you are with us. Before you were even born, your redemption was already completed. Not just forgiveness from sin and self-destruction, but also the elimination of all forms of negativity in your heart and mind. No anxiety or fear 
or panic or worry. All forms of dread, every negative thought, every negative emotion, every painful word, and every evil deed done away with. True liberation. Beloved, your old nature is dead in Christ. I really want you to breathe out a sigh of relief or break into your happy dance. To me, it means the end of your struggle. No more shame or condemnation, no more striving and stress. I am so delighted to completely set you free from any negative context. The law of life. The law is dead to you. The only law you are now subject to is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, the law of loving me and also loving others. No more legalistic Pharisaism to live under. You're a new creation. All the old things have passed away. We have made all things new for you, and we are actively engaged in showing you what that means for your life. I love the fact that we have raised you to such a new level of life that you are completely disconnected from the old you. We left nothing to chance here. In our discussion before the foundation of the world, we agreed that we did not want even a tiny shred of the old man to remain. No leaven whatsoever. We wanted a complete and totally dominant freedom to become your true place of exploration in us. Now you're alive in Christ and he in you. It's time for you to have the same relationship with me that Jesus does. Anything less than that is not the gospel that he died to give you. The glad tidings of great joy mean that great joy must be a part of our relationship. My passion for you. If you have never heard the fullness of the truth that is in Jesus, then you're living with an impoverished gospel. I want you to experience true freedom the freedom Jesus already paid for. I want you to experience my delight in you so that you may be delighted in me. I want your peace to be as huge as mine. I want your rest to be as indomitable as mine. I desire that the enormous depths of love that I have for my son should become your habitation the place where you live with him. I have set my heart on you encountering the laughter of heaven as your earthly normal. As a new creation, I want you to have all the experiences with me that Jesus died to give you. Guys, think about this. We keep precious letters from our loved ones, and we pour over them again and again. 
That's a great way to approach the letters from God in this book, or anything that the Lord has spoken to you, for that matter. As you read and reread His words to you, or re-listen to them, explore them more deeply each time. Notice how His presence is becoming more and more real to you, and how you're starting to more easily believe and have faith in the things that He said. When God presents us with truth, He's inviting us to upgrade our relationship with Him. That's an invitation we always want to take. Consider also questions of exploration that are embedded in words from the Lord, like in these letters from the Nature of Freedom. These questions help unwrap your thinking, expand your heart, and open up new possibilities. Here's a handful of great questions to get you started. What are the key truths in this word? What aspects of God's nature are being revealed to me? Who does he want to be for me in this situation? What are some key breakthroughs present in these truths? What obstacle can I overcome with these truths? And what new part of my identity am I discovering in this dialogue with God? Take some time to write and reflect on things like this. Questions like these take you deeper with Him and unpack more with God, and they make what you're learning relational, not just information coming to you, but a springboard for your connection with Him. And always, always, always position yourself to love the learning with God. He's not waiting for you to get there. He's not setting a high bar for you to achieve. He wants to journey it out with you and loves taking it step by step and day by day with you because that is where relationship happens and that's where intimacy grows. Beloved, always remember, God wants to speak to you. He wants you to hear the affections of his heart. He wants you to know personally the love and adoration he has for you and he wants to be known by you. He is not content to be merely honored and exalted, as beautiful and important as that is. But he longs to be with you in a tangible way, to spend time with you, to enjoy your presence. Maybe that sounds wild to you, or maybe you're already comfortable with that thought. But either way, let the realization sink in that your time, your attention, and your intimacy are treasured by your Father by Jesus and by the Holy Spirit. He loves to be with you, beloved. So give him his desire. You will never be disappointed in that. The Nature of Freedom is available at brilliantbookhouse.com in printed format, ebook, and as an audiobook. I'll include a link for you in the description of this podcast episode. Blessings, love, and grace to you today and this week. May it be full of the awareness of God's love and affinity for you, and may you see that you live constantly under his smile. Be blessed, beloved.